Hello, my name is Cassandra, designer on Diesel, Cryptids Inc., and DM's Guild author, and you are listening to Morris's unofficial tabletop RPG talk. This week, Morris and Peter catch up on the huge news week and give an update on the Level Up Advanced 5th Edition Kickstarter stretch goals. In the news, Paizo employees form a labor union, a new Dungeons & Dragons book based on Critical Role, Cowboy Bebop is getting an official role-playing game, and more, plus a brand new sketch about super spy drink orders. This week on Morse's unofficial tabletop RPG Talk. Today's podcast is sponsored by the local town crier service, Town Square Space. I mean, I say that I'm delighted, but as you can imagine, I'm being less than completely sincere. Town Squarespace provides an all-in-one platform that gives you everything you need to announce your announcements or proclaim your proclamations. Who writes this stuff? Town Squarespace's professional town criers are at least 30% louder than any other town criers. Whether you're just getting started or are an established brand, our powerful platform helps your business grow. I remember when it was perfectly acceptable to announce your next genocidal plan by posting it on the local notice board, but apparently no one looks at notice boards anymore, so you have to pay a man to bellow in people's faces. You people sicken me. For the tabletop role-play news We aim to amuse and we aim to enthuse And Morris is unofficial Tabletop RPG Hello, 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 and welcome to Morris's unofficial tabletop RPG talk. I am Russ, aka Morris, or Morris, aka Russ, and with me this week is Peter Coffey from the Southampton Guild of Roleplayers. Russ has a. I am extremely delighted to be here. We either have no guest or an invisible guest this week. Which one is it? Uh, invisible. Invisible guest. That's my favourite type of invisible, guest. inaudible, flying guest. Also, they flying. may be immaterial. Absolutely. They're also very quiet. That's why I covered that under inaudible, but the channel. Okay. Yeah. So. So. Wow. So. News. 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 So much news. news. I don't even know where to start with the news. Where should we start with the news? Should we start with D&D or should we end with D&D? Well, I think it's like a Robert Ross. It's uh, the great world-spanning serpent, so we should um, start. start. and end with D&D, like a snake eating its own tail. You have- do some D&D. You do something else, and then do some D&D again at the end. Now you're thinking of portals. Let's do this thing. <laughs> okay. So do you remember last week you mentioned we were talking about, it was either last week or the week before, we were talking about D&D settings yes. and then areas of the Forgotten Realms that hadn't been covered. And you mentioned that you would quite like to see a source book on Thay. Yes. Yes, I would. Villains. Wow. Yes. I actually remember this. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, this has got to be like some podcast <laughs> first going on here. <laughs> so... Yeah. There is a source book on Faye coming, not directly from Wizards of the Coast, but from mm-hmm. Ed Greenwood, Ooh, okay. who created the Forgotten Realms, yes. um, along with a couple of other people. And mm-hmm. um, there's not a lot of information about it yet, mm-hmm. but there is yes. um, an image. An image. It's a, a source mm-hmm. by Alex Kammer and Alan Patrick, and it's going to be on the DMs Guild. Mm-hmm. In digital and print-on-demand formats, and they're going to have a release date to announce... In the next 30 days or so. I'm listening. Which I think technically counts as an announcement of an announcement. Well, that's true. But, I mean, he has, he has worked for that company for a long time. Yeah. yeah. So, 
Here, I am going to show you the image in a question. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. Let me have a look at this. So this is an image of a a Thay noble oh. with her two undead porters. And I assume that's the cover, but I don't know. It might not be. Yeah, it might be. I mean, I'd be a little bit surprised if it was the cover. Excellent piece of art, though. Uh, quite quite stylized. Lots of um, angular-looking stuff going on. And I guess they are quite clearly undead. It goes with a sort mm. of... Um, who was the guy that wrote Hellboy? Try and remember. Uh, I don't know. But, but, you know, it's that sort of um, I don't, art I don't style. know who writes comics. Well, what can I say, Roger? You're clearly not a man of culture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what came? There we go. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, although, I must say, I was expecting more sort of Ming the Merciless-style rose as opposed to a fancy kimono. But maybe that's just because well, they're noble. So, so Paizo, Paizo workers did something interesting this week. They did something amazing. And I've got a multiple choice question for you to guess what it is oh. they did. So, did the Paizo workers, A, yeah. unionise, mm-hmm. B, bunionise, mm-hmm. or C, unionise? Um, I think they gained an electron, so they unionised. Ionized. And ionized. They they gained an electron. They were ionized, uh, but then they gained an electron, so they unionized. Unionized. Well, but if you ask me with my plumber hat on, I might give you a different answer. Okay. So what they actually did was they formed a union. Ah, yeah. Which is quite exciting. So there was a few weeks back. There was all that sort of dirty laundry that came out. Yeah, yeah. Revealed by Jessica Price. There was a, there was a lot of unhappiness. Yeah. yeah. And it covered out so many different things. We couldn't, we, we did mention it in the podcast, but it was such a big long list of things that we couldn't yes. really cover it. But, um, this, uh, this particular um, union, they've, uh, released a press release. They've got a website and cool. things like that. But they're citing things like, uh, inconsistent hiring practices, being underpaid, uh, crunch conditions, uh, pay inequity, verbal, mm. verbal abuse, allegations of harassment that, uh, covered up and things like that. So that's, that's what the press release is, uh, alleging. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, certainly after the allegations, revelations came out, a lot of people, there was a bit of a call to cancel subscriptions to Paizo, which is obviously like a very serious thing for their bottom line, because they do have a lot of things to subscribe to and for. Which doesn't really help the workers, though. It, I, I'm not it, sure that's... Um, and definitely this union has very much said, please do not boycott Paizo. We're not asking you to do that. Well, 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 well yeah, so certainly that seems to be the vibe I've been getting. But bear in mind, this is literally breaking news as of what, last night? Thursday night? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was yesterday, yeah so, yeah. so we're actually talking about something in a topical fashion as opposed to one week after it occurred. So I'm, no. I'm really not sure what to do in this sort of instance, but um, a lot of people say, well, actually, if Paizo does recognise the union... It's going to be interesting re- to see whether they do or not, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was they also printed a complete list of people who were part of the union. Uh, 30, 30-odd people, like 30, yeah. 31, oh. something like that, people, so far. Yeah, but we're all about context, so obviously we need to know how much these 30 people weigh. No, no, sorry. <laughs> we need <laughs> we need to know how, how many people are work at Paizo, if we could say, like, if it's 500 people, that's... No, I think it's about, like, 60 or 760, maybe, I don't know. I, I yeah. reckon that's probably about half the people at Paizo, but I'm not sure. But yeah. obviously, some of those people are going to be management which yeah, yeah. presumably wouldn't be part of the union so well, well indeed and obviously you've got things like freelancers as well like um, yeah and no, um, i don't think they are no no which is certainly from my limited but possibly improved understanding of rpg 
publishing based on having been on this podcast for several years. Um, freelancers are largely what makes the industry run. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When it when it comes to companies that could warrant a union, there are mm. like a tiny, tiny handful of them. Mm, mm, mm. Because in order to have a union, you do actually have to have employees to be in that union, and many uh, many RPG companies are lacking in that particular resource. Yeah, yeah. A very common definition of uh, enterprises, the one that used in the UK, is a small is less than fifty employees. Uh, a large is more than 250, and medium falls between the two. So even one of the absolute biggest companies, uh, Paizo, they would still be like a medium-class enterprise. Yeah. 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 Anyway, good luck to them. You yeah, know, yeah. I hope, I hope it, I hope it works out. I hope Pfizer recognize the union and I yeah. hope everything goes, you know, yeah. goes really well for everybody going on and whatever the internal, you know, situation is at Pfizer that it improves. Yeah. Yeah. And that they can like have better communication between management and workers and uh, work towards their greater profitability for all of them. Yeah. 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 Why not? Yeah. Why not? Good, good Yeah. Okay, back back to D and D. So you're doing, mm. you know, I'm doing like uh, oh, alternating thing. Nice. Yeah. So Fizban, Fizban's, yes, um, um, Fizban's um, uh, Treasury of Dragons. All right, sorry. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that came out, and yes, yes, the table of contents. Right, it hasn't actually come out yet, but mm. some people got preview, advanced copies, reviewers and stuff. Yes. Um, so the table of contents is online. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? I have not. Would you like to see it? Oh, God, then. That sounds quite jolly. Okay. Well, I will give you my PayPal address. And uh, <gasps> in exchange for oh. <laughs> 50 pounds, I will show you. <laughs> I really feel like I could maybe get this cheaper somewhere else. <laughs> Here we go. That is the table of contents. Okay. So we have six chapters. Ooh. Yes. First chapter, uh, and a, a sort of prologue thing, which looks like it talks about something called the first world. Mm. Um, and about the dragon's involvement in the creation of the world or something like that. I don't know necessarily what's in that chapter. I know it's, yeah. I, I could actually find out because I know it's on the web. Yeah. But that seems like cheating. Yeah. And would be an endorsement yeah. of piracy, even if it was for journalistic purposes. Well, no, because you can just look at a review, which is not oh. reviews are not piracy. Well, that's true. The first anyway, world uh, and dragons of many worlds. Mm. So that's I am going to assume that's that whole thing about them having echoes yeah. that they talked about. And dragon sight could go on for as many as two pages, or it might just be a page with a big illustration on the next one. Yes, it might be interesting. Yeah. Ah. So then we've got chapter one is character creation. Yep. Talks a lot about Dragonborn, it looks like. Oh. Chromatic gem and metallic Dragonborn. Oh, three different types of Dragonborn. Yeah. That's an improvement on the player's handbook where you only got two types of Dragonborn, although possibly not as advanced as a certain other projects might be going. Sorry. You'll have to excuse me for my moment to smoke this. I like to indulge in it. <laughs> in the, but I, 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 still have, I, I still have the trophy from last week, I'm sure. Anyway, anyway three subclasses. Yes. We've got the Way of the Ascendant Dragon from the Monk. Strong choice. I oh, know, it's two subclasses. I, I'm, I'm lying completely. <laughs> it's just that one of them takes up two lines to write. Monk yeah. Way of the Ascendant Dragon is one. Yeah. And the Ranger Drake Warden is the other. I do like the name Drake Warden. Mm. I'm hoping you get a dragon to ride, but that may be just my innate love of Emma Caffrey. You might get a young dragon maybe to ride or a small I don't know. Yeah. Or, 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 or a wyvern. I mean, maybe a wyvern or something. Well, wyverns aren't as fun as dragons. Yeah. 
No, they're no. not as good as dragons. Uh, they're all like it's well, yeah. It's but then just... half 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 of the dragons on TV and movies are wyverns anyway. That's true. That's true. They get them wrong. Anyway, and also we've got three draconic feats. Mm. And uh, gift of the chromatic dragon, gift of the gem dragon, and gift of the metallic dragon. How exciting! Hmm. Don't know what they are, but that's no. that's what that's what they're called. Right. Okay, we got some dragon magic in chapter two. Spells, magic items, mm-hmm. horde magic items. Yep. I wonder what a horde magic item is. Uh, well, it, since it's horde with a H-O-A-R-D, uh, I presume it refers to the dragon's big pile of magical stuff as well, yeah, opposed to yeah. a big horde of enemies. And what have we got? Well, it's got... Well, it says horde magic items, so I guess it's like items specific to the horde. But again, look at the page numbers. You've got horde magic items, increasing power and variable power, decreasing power and quirks all on the same page, so... Mm. I don't know what's the difference between a horde magic item and a regular magic item that just happens to be in a horde. It is an excellent question. What's, what's the difference? I don't know. Mass. Well, I guess. I guess we'll have to look in the book to find out. Well, we need to find out how much it weighs at some point as well. But no, uh, we do. We do. Yeah, yeah. We do. The important okay. information that listeners are crying out for. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got Dragons in Play, Chapter 3, about role-playing dragons, followers, encounters, dragon adventures, dragon campaigns. Right. But dragon characters, interesting. Mm. Uh, okay. well, I don't know how that how that manifests in the actual game. I mean, is it, well, is it a race that you can I, take? Or I, I, I would imagine it's non-playable characters. Playing a dragon has something a bit more akin to a non-player character as opposed to a terrible raging monster. You reckon? Oh, maybe, yeah. Okay, no, maybe. That, that, that would be what I'd say. I just saw dragon characters, and I, I just player characters jumped to mind. Of course, but let's not forget that there's PCs and NPCs. I mm. believe, otherwise they'd probably put it in character creation. I guess. Although it's going to be a have a balance, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, right, right. well Bob, you're playing a half-elf hexblade. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, Jane, you're playing like a Battlemaster fighter. Excellent, excellent. Uh, Kaz, you're playing a orc wizard. Strong choice. And uh, Jeff, you have a... Ancient Gold Worm as your character. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that sounds like a balanced game. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I'm sure a sufficiently skilled GM would be able to manage the spotlight in that case. Well, maybe if someone else was a Tarask. Else... <laughs> now we're talking like the all CR25 party. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, the next chapter, top mm-hmm. four. It's called Lairs and Hordes. Mm. Dragon yeah. Lairs, original effects. Yeah. Stuff about yeah. Dragon Hordes. I don't know. Yeah. Um, again, though, it's like it's got regional effects, got a page on that, layer actions, maybe a page on that. Dragon Hordes, mm. Dragon Hordes and Power, making that, Yeah, that entire chapter is only nine pages. Yeah, yeah. So that, that it, feels a, it feels a bit like Dragons in Play does get, what, about 29 pages? So that seems like a bit more like it. Dragon magic, which is where well, the, the biggest chunk of this from. book is the is the best tree, and that's like that is woof, that is yeah. a big boy, isn't it? Yeah, that's about eighty pages or something. That that is a decent amount of dragon. Oh, okay. So we've got the best tree and the draconomicon. Yeah. So how would how would you differentiate between the dra- draconomicon and the best tree? Yeah, the draconomicon. So I reckon. So we've got a draconomicon, which is chapter oh. five, which is about seventy five pages, seventy. Six seventy-seven, yeah, like that. And, that and then the best tree, which is like another eighty or so pages. Mm-mm-mm. 
I reckon that the Draconomicon there, because that just lists lots of different dragon types, like yeah. copper dragons, green dragons, moonstone dragons. I reckon that sort of ecology, I'm going to guess, that's kind of ecology, talking about yeah. the dragons, whereas the vestry is like the stat blocks and the... Mm. I okay. think. I'm going to guess, I don't know. I, I, I mean, dragon turtles do get four pages, at least, I'm hoping, at least half a page, which is uh, displaying them in all their magnificent dragon turtly glory. Mm. Although I don't think they fit into the traditional chromatic gem and now metallic split. Yeah, but I think this is dragon and dragon related stuff. Because yeah. they've also got sea serpents, they've got draconians, they've got, you know, it's not just dragons. Mm-hmm. I wonder what they're doing. So the draconians, 177, yeah. so three pages of draconians. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say like bars and bozak, like the dragon nuns. Yeah, yes. Although it's got foot soldier and mage, which yeah. for those cognizant of the dragon lance ways will be an easy translation. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, maybe yeah, maybe that's just like the generic name for them or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just saw something. So down there, a dragon followers page hundred eighty eight. It says dragon blessed, but that's not what I saw when I scrolled yeah. past it. I saw Brian Brian blessed. blessed. <laughs> 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 oh, that would, that would improve this book immensely. Uh, I mean, it's always good to follow Dragon Round. I mean, Brian Bresser would definitely be interested in that. <laughs> he, he's an adventurous type. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Right. So we've got big old, big old bestry there. Yeah. Eight year old pages of dragons, which is about the same number of pages of dragons as we got in the Monstrous Menagerie. Oh, okay. That's nice. Oh, and just, dra- just thought I'd mention that. Yeah. Just, just throw that in there casually. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, nice book you have there. Say, say, Shame is for yeah. someone was to have even more dragons. Yeah. Um, so this uh, this entire book's two hundred and twenty four pages, uh, in total, according to that yeah. table of contents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, with at least for those dragon turtle fans out there, at least three pages dedicated to dragon turtle stat blocks. Hmm. They've got ancient, young, and dragon turtle wormlings. And who doesn't love a dragon turtle? Oh, sorry, I assume that's a rhetorical question. It is. Uh, okay. Uh, you paused and I was like, oh, do I have to come up with an answer? Who, who, would be so, who would be so awful as to not love Dragon Turtles? Okay. Uh, off, off, off D&D. We're alternating. Off yes, D&D. Yes. Oh, Next one okay. is about another cartoon series that's becoming an RPG. Oh, okay. Cowboy uh, Bebop, I believe it's called. Bebop. Right with you, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop, I believe. Oh, I see. Yes, yes I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that, that if is... The, if the language please come busting your door down, it's going to be this <laughs> podcast that appears on your trial. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> Exhibit A, this right here, officer. <laughs> well, this is coming to Kickstarter in 2022. Mm. It's going to be in English, French, and Italian. Strong choices. It's by Mana Project Studio and Don't Panic Games. Okay. And, yeah, that's basically it. So, in Cowboy uh, Bebop, you live through your own stories of bounty hunters in space in a jazzy universe, blending Western, Mm. film noir, and buddy cop movies, accompanied by one of the best anime soundtracks in history. And if I recall correctly, a very strong early 80s padded shoulders and short-sleeved shirt aesthetic. I believe you. 
Okay. As you know, I am the world's biggest Cowboy Bebop fan, and I know everything there is to know about it. But Especially how it. I am not sharing this information <laughs> on the podcast for fear of making you feel inadequate and uninformed. Well, well thank you for respecting my ego. <laughs> uh, yes. It's yeah. kind of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, absolutely. 100%. I believe you. <laughs> My extensive Cowboy Bebop knowledge. <laughs> I do know that Cowboy Bebop was directed by Shinjiro Watanabe, who is, and it is one of the most famous anime series of all time and broadcast in 1998 in Japan and all over the world Ooh. in the following years. So there you go. I know that. Off the top of my head. I just knew that. Right, right. <laughs> was not reading that from anything at all. Yes, yes. Ah. Yeah, but you can pronounce Japanese names quite well, so that's something you've got going for you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, Cowboy Before the Mobile Lane Game, coming yeah. next year. Excellent. Two Kickstarter. Two Kickstarter, right. Exciting stuff. Right. Uh, this uh, this uh, press release came from Paris as well, so I think it's uh, mm. one of those two companies is presumably a French company. Wasn't it a French company doing the Batman thing as well? Yeah, that's right, yeah. 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 Right, back. We switch back. We'll now go back to D and D in an alternating pendulum of RPG news. <laughs> okay, exciting, <laughs> isn't it? I'm on the edge of my seat. Did you notice Facogate taking place across the internet this week? I probably ignored it, as is my <laughs> want when people start using the word. Thacko. Gate on the end of th- yeah, I'm putting the word gate on the end of things. Gate, gate, so, gate, gate. I'm very interested in, but Thacko, I'm, I'm like, I, like, I think I can probably work out how to use it, but this is quite important. I don't want to. Well, in um, uh, to be on the Witchlight, in that book, yes, is a clown called yeah. Thacko, and he guards a wagon or something because <sighs> he's basically a gatekeeper. And he's a miserable old man who smokes a pipe. Right. And across the internet, is um, he, there is were he, is two... he a complaining old soldier as well? So, yes, basically. So there were yeah. two, there were two interpretations of this. Right. There was one interpretation was that that's just a joke about bad old rules. Mm-hmm. The other was that it was a dig at certain gatekeeping types of middle-aged gamer. Hey, wait, I'm a middle-aged gamer. <laughs> are, you, are you a gatekeeping type of middle-aged gamer? Well, only so I can hold the gate open. It's more polite that way. That's, yeah, it's, I think that's gatekeeping. Oh, yeah. It's like, come on. It's through here. Come on. Let's go, people. Come on. Move it. Move it. Anyway, anyway. So, so, so basically, people, some people thought it was mildly amusing. It's a joke about a clumsy old rule. Mm-hmm. Other people decided to get up in arms and take offence at it and decided it was to dig at them. Because that's the thing you want to do when you're Middle age, which just to remind listeners, I'm sorry to say, is 40 and over. Um, <laughs> um, that's the thing you want to do. You want to get annoyed at popular media representations of you being it humorless. Oh, my lord! Popular representations of you as being humorless and maybe a bit out of I'm touch. busy, I'm busy shouting at the clouds here. <laughs> you, you want to get angry about it and make a big deal about it on the internet. That is exactly the correct response. <laughs> <laughs> and does not in any way make you look like a humorless anyway, um, clown. I don't know which of those two things it is, and honestly, I don't particularly care. Yeah. I mean, whichever of those two things it is, it's mildly amusing, I suppose. Yeah. But um, uh, I mean, but they, they slipped that in there anyway, and some people got upset, and some people. Uh, thought funny, I, I don't know. It just that's the news. Feels like an in joke about. It feels more nice if anything else. It's like yeah, it's a clown, but it's like paying respect to um, the uh, things that have gone before. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well. Anyway. Anyway. What else do we have on the news list? On the news list of news. Let's swing away from clowns and games who we cannot remember. So so this is, this is, this is, I suppose this, um, we're going away from swinging the pendulum back from D&D, but I suppose this is slightly related. But the uh, CEO of Hasbro died this week. Yes, yes, I did say that. He was diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. And he passed away this week. And obviously Hasbro owns Wizards of the Coast. Yes. So, yeah. Um, Sad times. Yeah. 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 Um, right, let's find some more news. There's not sad. Let's find some non-sad news, shall we? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Pathfinder, because Pathfinder isn't D&D. Pathfinder isn't Ish. D&D. <laughs> it's, it's D&D adjacent. <laughs> D&D adjacent. Uh, has announced a new board game oh. that they're taking to Kickstarter called Pathfinder Arena. Okay, that sounds like a sort of game where you can make characters and have them fight. It does sound like that. Iconic Heroes of Pathfinder. Then we had Jason Bourne on. Wasn't he talking about something quite similar with like teams of um, characters all having a fight? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think it's that. No. no. Well, it's, it's a bit different. To okay. That. Well, tell me more then. Uh, so, Iconic Heroes of Pathfinder have become trapped inside a magical entity known as Arena, mm-hmm. pitting them against each other in a bid to escape the living dungeon. Each player takes on the role of one of the iconic heroes of the Pathfinder setting, mm-hmm. facing challenges of monster and traps within a dungeon they can control by moving the tiles that make up the board. Mm. Sounds fun. Yeah. You get 18 miniatures, you get tiles, you get custom character decks, uh, other accessories, plus a young black dragon miniature for day one backers. Woo. Ah. Oh, they're doing, they're, doing, they're doing the free dragon for day one backers. Thing. Oh. The Tsunaris uh, did. Yes. So what this does, um, mm. this this turns the U shape into an L shape. Yes, an L shape. If you do that, if you if you if you if you give if you give big things away to day one backers, mm. instead of having a U shape Kickstarter, you'll have a massive first day and then a flat for the rest of it. Okay, an L shape rather than a U shape, because that's what happens with Tsunami. Like a million in the first day and then just trickled for the last month for the rest of the month. Mm-mm. Didn't they have like a big end of last day sale thing? I uh, may have done. No. I uh, I didn't look at the end to be honest. Okay, I thought we said they did, but. I'm probably yeah, just wrong. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Seems likely. Anyway, this Kickstarter is launching on November the 23rd. Mm. Exciting. And I don't, is it, is, Paizo don't normally do Kickstarters themselves, do they? There have been some like mm. Paizo-related ones that other companies have yeah, done. Yeah, That they've been in partnership with Paizo for. But they generally Is just, this the first one that Paizo's done? Uh, well, it's for a board game, so that's probably a fair deviation from their core business model. So mm. I guess it's also a way to gauge interest. Uh, Gyochi Unity, 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 something like that. Why? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So no, it's actually being run by Gyochi Unity, U N I T I. Oh, G I O C H I U N I T I, which I assume is a board game company. Oh. All the board gamers out there are just like, going, how do you not it know falls. of this really, really famous? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, and they've got a, a Kickstarter pre-launch page up already with 865 pages, uh, followers, not pages. Yeah, oh, that's pretty good. Already. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it'll do very well, especially with that I'm whole sure. Black Dragon miniature, because i got to say, whenever I see a Kickstarter miniature, it's like, oh, these will make fine additions yeah. to my collection. <laughs> yeah. Carrying on with the news. So what did we just do? We, did, we just did high-tide board games. So in that case, it's back to D&D. Oh, okay. Okay, back to D&D. D&D. Oh, there is more D&D. Yeah. They announced a new hardcover book this week. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, something about Neverese. 
Never Deep. Never Deep. So ah. it's a critical role. Yes. Um, Storyline, adventure path, uh, campaign book, whatever you want to call uh, that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that sounds familiar. I don't know much mm. about it because it's not my bodywork, as it were, the critical role people. Well, it's called Call of the Neverdeep. Nice, nice. It's coming out in March 2022. Yeah. It's an adventure for character levels 3 to 12. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the third critical role D&D hardcover. Nice. So originally there was the Taldore campaign guide that came out yeah. in 2017. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then there was... Um, um, oh, Explorer's the... Guide to Wild Mount. Yeah. Wild Mount. Was that when the Bullet Hunter hit the table? I can't remember. Oof. Bullet Hunters and Guns. Anyway, that came out last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also Darrington Press, which is Critical Role's publishing arm, right. they also announced the Taldore campaign setting reborn oh. earlier this year. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Which had a release date of late 2021, <coughs> early 2022. Right, right. So that's uh, that's within the pipeline. Haven't heard anything else about that since. Oh. But yeah, so there's that. So that, that was the fourth. But this, so this would this will be a separate to that because this has been published by Wizards of the Coast. Oh. Um, so... Um, it's got both D&D branding and Critical Role branding on the cover, yeah. which I think is the first. Uh, don't think there's been a D&D book with non-D&D branding on the cover before. What about the Penny Arcade group? I can't remember. Don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I've tried to remember. What's it I called? Let's find out. Let's find out. Yeah. Acquisitions Incorporated. That's it. Thank you. Oh, no. I, I am wrong. I am wrong. I am very wrong. Nope. Yeah, there's a little logo in the top left and a band at the bottom mm-hmm. talking about Penny Arcade. Yeah. And that is the same style they've done with it's Critical Role. There's a logo in the top left yeah. and a band at the bottom. Yeah, it's a bit, a bit like the Cyphering Modern Heraldry. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. 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 So, anyway, yeah, that's that. So, mm. um, Critical Role fans, a fourth book then, fourth hardcover book. Oh, goodness. Actually, it'll be the third because I think it will come out before that other one. So, it'll be the... And this one... Like the other ones have all been a, a setting books. Mm-hmm. This is the first adventure book, isn't it? Right. Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it sounds like being a critical role fan is gearing up to be quite quite the investment. You've got the podcast, mm. which is what every four hours, every week or so, I think, and then you've got your game oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 Oh, here's a description for it. Oh yeah. So the greed of mortals has awakened a powerful entity, long thought destroyed. Ooh. For eons, this mighty champion of the gods has been imprisoned in the darkest depths of Exandria. His name has been forgotten, as have his heroic deeds. Languishing in despair, he calls out for new heroes to save him. How? Okay. Hey? Yeah. Right. That uh, was that was D&D on the pendulums. We have to swing back yes. to your favourite topic. Something that isn't d I know you've missed it. <laughs> I know you've missed it in the last few weeks. Okay. But it's time for... TSR watch. Oh, okay. Can, 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 can we not? <laughs> Your face just fell. Yeah, no. Can, can we not talk about someone who I actually like first? Uh, who would you like to talk about who you well, like? Actually, um, in a cunning fashion, I have just put a link into the chat so you can see Sigilstone Publishing, who mm. have produced things like Five Torches Deep uh, and Vagabonds Differed, which were. Mm. Uh, Vagabonds Differed was an ambitious attempt to mix OSR aesthetics with. Powered by the apocalypse style storytelling system. Yeah. Which was, yeah, pretty interesting. And Five Torches Deep is, again, leaning into the OSR style of doing things, but using a uh, D20 based, um, well, obviously OSR tends to be D20 based, but uh, a fifth edition style 
of things, and it's very much about a game about survival. Um, this is their latest offering. It is High Fame Peaks, which is um, conceptually all about what if your, quote, dungeon was actually a mountaintop. So it's just a way okay. to ha- bring mountaineering and exploration into, uh, yeah, in, 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 into their game. And yeah, okay. it looks quite, looks quite jolly. It's, it's very simple. It's very stripped down. I, I think it's quite nice. Cool. On Kickstarter. On Kickstarter, no less. Lovely. So asking me about five fortress deep high fame peaks is probably not the way to go. Uh, so. <laughs> okay. But they're not doing too bad. They've been open for a couple of days. They're not quite made their uh, goal of $5,000, but yeah, um, it's not too shabby either. No. I quite like Sigil Stone. They do nice games. They seem like nice people. Or they do have a policy mm. of not talking to the media. Otherwise, as is my one, I'd probably invite them on. Not talking to the media? Yeah, apparently. Because? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a couple of people that just don't don't want to do interviews. Like, uh, Kevin Crawford's another one. I was like, oh, do you want to come on the podcast? I was like, oh, no, it's my policy not to. Oh, all right, fair enough. Hmm. Hello? Yeah. Maybe it's because they've got other things to do. Maybe it's because they are shy. I don't know. But they seem lovely. Yeah. Okay, well, if you don't want to do TSR Gate quite yet, and you want, and we still want to stay off D and D because that was D and D technically, so you uh Well, I, this this oh, the wrong end of the this Kickstarter is not D and D fifth edition. It is not fifth edition. It's fifth edition like. Well, I suppose one oh, could apparently. construe that as being D and D. It's for the five torches deep system, which is different. But anyway, yes. World of Darkness mm-hmm. definitely isn't D and D. Yes. Um, but this is 5th edition, but not D&D 5th edition. We're not this 5th edition. Oh, I see. We're on the 5th edition of Vampire. Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, not, not Vampire specifically. Here Here oh. we are talking about Hunter the Reckoning Ooh. and Werewolf the Apocalypse. Right. I'm both in their 5th edition. Like, I'm a bit confused. I'm pretty sure I backed. Yeah. I, I In fact, I know I did. I backed, a book, I backed the book for Hunter. Are they just trying to... God, tell me more. I'm confused. Okay, yeah. well, what this says here yeah. in front of me, Hunter the Reckoning, yes. makes a surprise return, and its fifth edition TTRPG is nearly finished. This ah, is a highly yes. anticipated return of a fan-favorite World of Darkness setting that has players working together to fight the terrors of the knights. Okay, that, that does sort of work, because um, I, did back, I did back the Kickstarter for this uh, some time ago, mm. so um, uh, it sounds like I might be getting a book. Huzzah! Hmm, okay. Yeah. Um, and where so this is, the, this is separate to the Kickstarter. Was it the same thing? You know what? I it's been a while, and in a shocking turn of events for someone who's constantly looking at Kickstarters, I do occasionally back them, and sometimes I lose track of what I have. I'm backed. just looking through the page about this news item, and it just doesn't say the word Kickstarter. Well, no, actually, that's the thing. So. I've got Hunter the Vigil Second Edition. No, so you got an entirely different thing. I got an entirely different thing. What? What have you got? You got Hunter. This is this is Hunter the Reckoning Fifth Edition. Well, now I am just confused. <laughs> well, they sound like they're going to be very similar games. Who? I don't know. Is it White Wolf doing this one? Or who is this? Um. Yeah. Oh well. Well, World of Darkness. World of Darkness. Is is World of Darkness White Wolf or is that Onyx Path? I've got Onyx Path. Or are here. they Chronicles of Darkness? One of them's one of Chronicles of Darkness, one's World of Darkness, but I can't remember which is which. Look, I mean, once you once you reach a certain density of trench coats, <laughs> I'd lose tri- <laughs> I lose the ability to tell who's who. What can I say? No. Well, anyway, Hunter the Reckoning, 5th edition, yes. and Werewolf the Apocalypse, 5th edition, is right. also in active development. Okay. 
Well, that's something completely different to the stuff I, yeah. I have but haven't looked at. So there we go. Hmm. Well, they say Hunter the Reckoning is nearly finished, whereas Werewolf is in active development. So it sounds like Werewolf's a bit behind Hunter. Mm. Well, that's not what you want if you're a Hunter. You want to be behind the Werewolf. Like, having the Werewolf behind you, that's not... That's, that, yeah, that, that's the opposite. Yeah, That's the Hunter becoming hunted. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's an elaborate double bluff. Oh, nice. I do like an elaborate yes. double bluff. And then the Hunter becomes the Hunty. Oh, interesting. Mm. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> In my head. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about free RPG, David? We should talk about free RPG, David. We do have to get on to TSR Watch at some point, you know. Do we? It is news. Coming up, can, is it? Is it really? <laughs> the TSR News Update. He talks about us. He talks about oh, the, us. Oh, is, is he a big fan of the show? Um, Does he know it's an RPG news podcast? Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe fan is not quite the word that I would use. Well, he's paying attention to us. <laughs> so, the, uh, so Justin Lanassa and Michael K. Hovermail did an interview. Michael K. Hovermail, who is totally a real person. Thank you very he much. Yes, he was, he was there, Good. he was like physically there on the interview. You could oh, see nice, him. Nice. I'm fairly sure he wasn't an animated character. He was an actual person. No animatronics involved. We're like 90% No animatronics involved. No CGI. Uh, okay. And Justin Lamassa uh, didn't say much about us, but he did say two things. Yeah. One is that we are apparently full of shit. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, and that we make stuff up. And if we really want to know what they think, they should ask us. I answer that by saying we quoted them. I mean, <laughs> well, I, <laughs> but anyway, uh, I mean, making stuff up is kind of important when one is working in the RPG industry. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I, also, <laughs> also, this is a good bit. Yeah, yeah. We're a very large company, apparently. Oh well, this is this is news to me because I don't work for your company. I'm from the Southampton <laughs> Guild of Roleplayers. Has anyone who's listened to any single episode we have ever done knows? Well, to be fair, he said very large companies like EN World was the... Uh, That's true. Price. Sorry. I mean, you must have over yeah. 250 employees. I mean, what, you're on 5,000? Um, I have either over 250 employees or less than 250 employees. Definitely one of those two things. But what I definitely, definitely do not have is exactly 250 employees. You don't have exactly definitely. 250 employees. Do you, do, 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 do you have more or less than 50 employees? I do have more or less than 50 employees, yes. One of those two things. But I definitely do not have exactly 50 employees. Excellent, excellent. So given sufficient time... <laughs> We can identify the exact size of Ian Publishing. Anyway, I guess it's just the usual thing where they want to say, oh, we're being bullied, wah, 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 boo-hoo, poor as us. So I don't know, try, and this is just my suggestion, like, I hope they take it with, like, all the love I can offer, which is maybe try writing some games and some products mm. and well, not yes, seeing there other people's stuff. actually any games yet. No. Or taking oh. other people's ID and claim, IP and claim it as your own. Maybe if you try doing that, I might have something nicer to say. But I am I am thinking of changing the header of my site though. It's going to say In a very world. large co- a very large company. Justin Lanasa TSR nine point six one three C. I think I think you should definitely 
definitely quote it or possibly change your logo <laughs> to Ian Wald say oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow well, yeah they also did another interview uh, yes. it was it was I don't recall who was the host and the host was one of those people that you, you could see the guest faces but they just had a logo so you couldn't see their face um, I don't know who, I can't remember who it was but basically <laughs> it was Ed Greenwood yes. uh, Tim Cask yeah. and Michael Hovermail oh um, well, those days like three, that list. well, it was it was three hours long. Wow! And I did start watching it because someone posted it on my site, and I got like ten, twenty minutes into it, and I stopped because a it was three hours long. Yes. B Michael K Hovermail and um, Tim Cask hadn't come on yet, and C it was mainly just the guy whose face you couldn't see his very very long treatise on woke culture. Interesting. And after 20 minutes, I was like, if it's going to be three hours of this... Um, you what know. was Ed Greenwood doing on that podcast? I'm, he, I, he regretting wasn't saying his, much. Regretting so, his terrible yeah. life decisions by the sound of it. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Went I'm wild. Just, yeah, I got like 20 minutes into it, and I thought, yeah, okay, a three-hour treatise on woke culture is something I... I have better ways to spend my time. Thank you very much. Well, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Clipping your toenails? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Anyway, that was TSL Watch done. There you go, it's done. We got through it. Oh, okay. It was, was it as painful as you thought it would be? Oh, okay. Well, like, they haven't committed anything, like, massively morally reprehensible, reprehensible. So it's barely even news, really. Oh. Mm. Anyway, mm. enough of TSR. Um, mm. Hopefully they'll bring out a product at some point, uh, and then possibly we could talk about that, if it's any good. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> You're uh, going to hold uh, there was one last piece of information about a D&D TV show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sort of. Mm-hmm. So this is, you know, that G4 outfit that um, helped out with some of the D&D live streams earlier this year. Oh, did they used to be a wrestling channel or something? Or I making something that like yeah. that. Or, or, or no, no. Was, was it like video, competitive video gaming? Uh, maybe. Something like or that. Something, they had some something experience like that, yeah. at doing... TV and geeky like stuff. Anyway, so, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, they're like this digital only channel or something, or digital first channel, they call themselves. Okay. And they are launching later this year mm-hmm. a limited run TV show. Yes. Which, as far as I can make out, is kind of like, I said live streamed games, but it's going to be pre-recorded, I assume. Mm-hmm. But it covers four different campaigns. Oh, okay. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's got, just reading this phrase, for a moment I thought it said it had Kevin Smith and Jack Black in it, but no. Wow. Okay. Oh. No, no. no, no, it doesn't, it doesn't. Oh. Right, the phrasing is this. Dungeons and Dragons limited series coming off the immense success of D&D Live 2021, mm-hmm. featuring notable celebrities like Jack Black, mm. Tiffany Haddish, Kevin Smith, and uh, Dr. Lupo. But that's referring to them <laughs> appearing on D&D Live, not in this TV right, show. Right, right. G- G4 will continue its partnership with the Wizards of the Coast with an all-new mm-hmm. limited-run series <sighs> to premiere on G4 yes. this fall. Okay. And the series will follow four campaigns with a mix of G4 talent, veteran D&D players, and celebrities for a new generation of D&D fans. Mm, cool. And to watch this, you can see this on Verizon Fios Cox... And Xfinity TV, whatever those things are. Okay. They sound like Transformers. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what those things are. 
<laughs> November the 16th is when their G4 is coming to TV on, right. on those three things. I'm assuming those are three American things and I don't know what they are. Okay. Yes. So I don't know whether we'll be able to watch them at all. I think they're going to stream them on like Twitch and stuff as well. So. Oh, okay. We could yeah. Maybe catch it on YouTube. Eh? Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. So Exciting happened. news, Americans. You can watch people playing D&D on TV. Mm. Oh. Hmm. Yes. Right. I think we might be done. Do you want to just quickly whip through some Kickstarters? What Kickstarter has the coolest name? Uh, okay. Chew. The role-playing game. Oh. Um, C-H-E-W. Chew. Like a dog does with a bone. Yeah, yeah. Chew. Like, uh, off the top of my head, I think that one is... Like a quite a storytelling game, I want to say about werewolves. I recognise it because uh, I actually they they were recruiting for designers because they got something coming up, possibly to beat their stretch goals. Okay, well, it wouldn't surprise me if there were werewolves in it. Yes, it's a uh, Forge in the Dark game. Nice, yes. Um, so you play a special agent of the FDA in a world with food-based superpowers, chickens dedicated to world domination, yes. and vampires. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds like this sort like, of gonzo story-driven... The more you stack, game. the more powerful you become. And quite yeah. frankly, if that's not going in for peak game of fantasy, then I don't know what is. Yeah, that, that looks yeah. kind of fun. That so that's that, fun. and yeah. that ends in two weeks, and mm-hmm. that's, that's nice. well and truly funded. So that's, yeah. a, that's a cool one. The, there's Follow Me Down. Oh. God, the names this week are really that, good. I wish we had a guest on to yeah. do the Kickstarter game. Yeah. Oh, well. Follow Me Down. Yeah. Um, uh, this is uh, Powered by the Apocalypse. Nice. Another storytelling game. Yeah. Uh, Two-player story of love and loss. Oh. Oh, it's sort of uh, like jamming off like sort of the Orpheus going into the water. story, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Eurydice, awesome. who for many years as a kid, I pronounced as Eurydice. Like, as opposed to Antigone. <laughs> because it's like uh, these these names are not written as they are pronounced. Yes. yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a GMless game. Mm. Each player takes the roles of the fates as they cross the eight sections of the Book of the Dead. I'm reading here. Oh, sounds intriguing. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Two players. Yeah. Um, again, this is funded. Two weeks to go. Wow. Uh, they play the duet game. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel. I'm not sure how I feel about I've it. I've never played one either. No. Yeah. I don't, I'm not like, against. I'm not against the idea. I'd no, quite yeah. happily. Uh, Be interesting. Quite happily do that. Yeah. Uh, what Ooh. else is there? Secrets of the Vibrant Isle. Um, Nerd Burger, who we had on last week. Yes. Was it last week or the week before? It was last week, wasn't it? Mm, yes, I think yeah. so. Yeah. 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 How about Traveler's Guide to the Toxic Seas? Oh, that sounds sort of. Um, Post-apocalyptic, possibly a little uh, diesel punky. <laughs> diesel punky. Uh, it's a fifth edition setting. Fifth edition setting. Nice. Uh, yeah, kind of post A mist has destroyed most of the world. Mm-hmm. 1,500 years later, a new civilization has emerged where elvish and dwarvish cities are top and inside mountains are melting pots and long-distance travel is by balloon. Okay. Uh, got a certain amount of... Uh, Norsica Valley of the Wind vibe to it. Whatever that is. Um, it's a pretty famous anime. It's okay. You, you haven't seen it. Well, with my extensive knowledge of anime, obviously I'm the, its biggest fan and I know an awful lot about it. And yeah. yeah, I won't embarrass you by showing just how much I know about it, but. Okay, I thank you for sparing my ego in such fashion. <laughs> that, that's good for us. You're a good friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That old, uh, what did you say it was called again? 
Princess Mononoke. How was movie castle? Yeah, well, you know, it's hard being the world's biggest anime fan and the world's leading, foremost expert on anime. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a tough gig. No. You know, so it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, someone's got to do it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, as soon as we find out, first of all, let them know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Survival of the Able, Back from the Dead. Oh, interesting. A historic fantasy setting mm-hmm. set during the Black Death. Oh, okay. And it has zombies. Black Death with zombies. I'm listening. Yes. You play as a disabled individual who must navigate the disease, undead, inclement weather, and discrimination. Wow. Okay. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. 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 yeah Black Death yeah. and zombies. That's that, that's uh, that seems hard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And and and, and uh, discrimination at the same time. Right. Yes. Um. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. So a tabletop yeah. RPG about people with disabilities working together to overcome a zombie plague. It sounds interesting. I I think I, I think it's definitely one of those I'd like to see more about the authors before I pass any definitive comment. Okay. Um, well, let's have a look. So the author is Jacob Wood, who's mm-hmm. using this RPG to raise awareness for disabled gamers. Mm-hmm. Um, it hasn't funded yet, but it's about halfway there and has 17 days to go, so it looks like it will do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling down. Scrolling, scrolling. scrolling keep scrolling. that page scrolling. Keep that page scrolling. Uh, uh, there's a lot of text on this page. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's by it's by Jacob Wood. Mm-hmm. He began losing his sight in his mid-teens Ooh. and had difficulty adapting. Mm. Um, yeah, so he's a disabled gamer himself. Mm. There we go. That's the right thing. Right. Also, we have uh, Naututh Candlehurst. <laughs> A candle is spelled C-A-N-D-U-L, Hurst. Right. Is this, this is like a, a NPC or something? Or? Uh, so this is a... a um, setting, I guess. Uh, uh, it's for, yeah, it's a setting for Pathfinder 2E. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you don't see many of those, I don't think. Hmm. They don't seem to come up that often. I've seen... Like, they've got, like, books full of mechanics, and they've got the adventure paths, which often explore the settings. But, yeah, I don't think I've seen an actual setting book. Unless, oh, yeah, we've got well, the last one we had was the, ones, yeah. um, the, uh, was it the Bazungi Expanse? Oh, is this a third, third party for, thing for Pathfinder? Yes, on oh. Kickstarter, yeah. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, okay. Exciting. Yeah. 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 Well, what's that um, about then? Uh, is Well, his tagline is, uh, uh, Naututh is a third party Pathfinder 2E compatible TTRPG setting, which isn't super informative. <laughs> we, we should be dead. We only wanted to find new materials to trade and barter. This needs a tagline to tell you what it is. Yeah. <laughs> with, so that I'm having to read all this stuff yeah. so we can bring new resources into the Nyspear kingdom. We found something far more dangerous than what we had bargained for. Death's cold hand gripping our throats. All while Darkspire peels away each finger, giving us a second chance at life through undeath. Okay. I guess you play undead then. Life through undeath. Hmm. Three new, uh, three new heritages. The Ooh. Gravehand Kobolds, Dark Meld Goblins, and Blind Strike Orcs. Okay. Well, okay, there we are. Uh, sounds vaguely undergroundy? Question mark? Uh, no, Frigid Northlands. Ah, nice. 
So, I don't know, survival horror in the frozen wastes of yeah, I guess so. North Galarian? I don't yeah. know. Uh, Knights of the Round Academy. Knights of the Round Academy. Knights of the Round, colon, Academy. Oh, well. Uh, a RPG empire by Sh- Shonen Anime. You know, Shonen Anime. Shonen anime. You know Shonen anime. Well, no, I know Shonen anime, obviously. But oh. Do you know Shonen anime? I don't, actually. Perhaps you could explain it for me, because I... Uh, no, I, I won't. I'll just bore you. Uh, you know, I'm, I know all about it. Well... It's about that, and giant robots, and JRPGs. Right, right. I mean, obviously, I'm very curious, so I'm going to Google it. You train you train to pilot mechs in a world at war, and it's a 300-page core book. Okay. With so, an original system. Yeah. Oh, Shonen is stories made for teen males. Well, I could have told you that. Well, you didn't, so I had to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seven Deadly Sins, Major. That seems to be your first sports theme. Oh, is that? Yeah, Dragon Ball Z is uh, one of them. Oh, yeah. God. I don't know. Yeah. Stuff. Dragon Stuff. Ball Z. And, and the Dragon Ball Z's biggest fan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, you, you must have been in Tentex at Solution Alley with the Dragon Ball teams playing. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Death Note. Huh. Naruto. Okay, try again. I vaguely, I've got name recognition of some of this stuff. And JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. All right. So I think that sort of, like, helps a bit. Calibrate okay. it according to what I've seen. Anyway. All right, last one. Organic Towns. Hmm. Uh, it's a book that helps you populate a town, basically, with buildings right. and events and people. And right, stuff. right. I was thinking something a bit more fungusy. Got to say, <laughs> no. do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's a town. It's organic. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's system neutral. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of useful. Hardcover book. Yeah. Sounds pretty sweet. Yeah. There you go. We finished Kickstarters. Huzzah! Vodka martini, please. Shaken, not stirred. You mean like James Bond? I don't know what you mean. That's what James Bond always orders. Vodka martini, shaken, not stirred. James Bond? Never heard of him. Really? I mean, he's the single most famous secret agent in the world. Nope. Doesn't ring a bell. Renowned the world over for his license to kill. He sounds great. Now, can I have my vodka martini, please? Shaken, not stirred. That's correct. In all my time as a bartender, I've only ever heard of one person who orders that drink. Is that so? Yep. It's all the talk at the bartender coffee morning. Hey, that Bond guy came in again, ordered his VMSNS. You have an acronym for it? Well, it's more an initialism. An acronym spells out a word. Right, right. My drink? Uh, say, what's your name? Bond. Uh, Bund. Jim Bund. Jim Bund, huh? Yes, that's right. Jim Bund. Not James Bond? No, definitely not. You're not undercover on a top-secret mission for Her Majesty's Secret Service? No, I'm a travelling shoe salesman. Not a secret agent? Do I look like a secret agent? Well, actually, yes, you do. Tux, bow tie, strapping fella, look of death in your eyes. Well, that proves it, then. It proves what? That I'm not Jim Bond. You are Jim Bond. You're not James Bond. Exactly. 
How exactly does the fact that you look exactly like James Bond and ordered James Bond's famous drink prove that you're not James Bond? Because if I was a secret agent for a top secret mission to take down the Spectre, I'd make sure I didn't look like it. True. Ergo, I am not Jim Bond, uh, Bond. Unless... Unless... Unless it's a double bluff. This is getting ridiculous. Are you going to serve me my drink or not? Fine. Fine. One vodka martini. Shaken, not stirred. Would the owner of a silver Aston Martin DB5 please come to reception? I knew it! What? Are you going to tell me that silver Aston Martin DB5 isn't yours? Well, what of it? A silver Aston Martin DB5? James Bond's most famous car, introduced in Goldfinger in 1964, one of the most enduring icons of cool the world has ever known? It might be slightly mine. Outfitted with machine guns, oil slicks and a kick-ass ejector seat. Is that you again, Q? What? You seem to know an awful lot about the specs of my Aston Martin. I read it on a cereal packet. And that moustache looks awfully fake. Fine, fine, you got me, 007. It's me, Q. But what are you even doing here? I'm in the headquarters of Spectre, deep undercover. Well, undercover's a strong word, 007. That henchman over there looks like he wants your autograph. Ah, they always do. But you still didn't answer my question. M sent me, 007. I'm supposed to do an evaluation on your spycraft skills. My spycraft skills? Yeah, disguises and stealth and information gathering and deception and things like that. And? And I'm sad to report, 007, that you are the worst secret agent I have ever seen. It's a fair cop. Hello, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We just wanted to mention our Patreon. Peter, are you familiar with our Patreon? Oh, is it uh, patreon.com slash Morris? Yes. M-O-R-R-U-S. At patreon.com forward slash Morris, you can find our Patreon, which is what pays for our podcast and buys yes. us all these wonderful microphones and yes. mixers and other little bits and pieces. And wires, so many wires. And all these wires. Uh, we have a load of wonderful Patreon backers at the moment. And yes. those backers get... We cherish you all. Yes, we do cherish them very much. And those backers yes. get bonus content every single week, just as a thank you for, uh, for backing our Patreon. And because they're so awesome and so quick off the mark, they also get to like talk to us in our Discord channel, which is pretty good. Mm. And we sometimes even deign to answer that. Uh, but even more importantly, when we have guests coming onto the show, they have the opportunity to ask questions of those guests. Mm. Um, and then we will pass on the questions that we think we, our guests will answer. So please, if you do enjoy the podcast, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Morris. Link will be in the show notes. Yes. And support us, even with just a dollar a month. Every little, every little bit helps. Oh, should we, should we just cover what's happening with Level Up very quickly? Oh, I don't know if we want to bore the listeners with it. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> numbers get bigger. I shall inflict this information upon you, oh, listeners. Oh, why would you do this? Oh, God. <laughs> God. How much money has your Kickstarter made then? So we are 11 days in, I think. 
Uh, it started off. We launched on a Tuesday. Yes. Uh, it's now Friday. So, so that'd be seven plus three, ten. Yes. Uh, Wait, four. Seven plus four. Yeah. Yes, I can do Eleven this. days. Yeah. I see, I see uh, past current, my graphics test. <laughs> it's got 21 days to go, which yes. is three weeks to go. Yeah. It's currently at £341,199. Or if you are American, Mm -hmm. it has done, I am using Kickstarter now to switch currency as you can, in US dollars, Mm -hmm. it has done $466,949. Oh, okay. So it's heading towards half a million mark. Approaching half a million dollars, yeah. It looks like yeah. I'll do half a million next week. Yeah, yeah. I would guess. Yeah, because it's all in the, sl- the slightly slower patch. <laughs> it's <laughs> not too shabby. I am not complaining about this. Where you only make £40,000. <laughs> £40,000. <000. laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, what what's the latest in exciting things that have been released? Uh, uh, Preview-wise? Preview-wise. Preview wise, so just have a look. So we unlocked some stretch goals. Nice, nice. So there was the revenant stretch goal. Oh, so the character yeah. builder was unlocked. Yes, that's, and that's, that's the online tools. All the online tools suite was unlocked. Mm-mm. So there's going to be online tools and a character builder, but the character builder I think is not not going to be soon. That's going to that's oh a, god no no a character builder takes many many months to build. So it? the online tool suite though yes. that will be coming. Assuming we can get the site ship shape in time, yes. When the Kickstarter ends right. in three weeks, well, if not, then super shortly afterwards. Okay, so it's basically going to be within milliseconds. Milliseconds, I well, say. The basic, well, the basic problem we're having at the yes. moment is we've got tons of the data in there. Yes, all needs to be gone through and uh, proofread. Yes, but on the hosting site we've got, it's not handling the traffic just from our developers at the moment, let alone. Okay. <laughs> so, so you know, we make, we've got to make sure it's on a sort of robust hosting location before yeah. we open it up to, you know, potentially thousands of people. Well, I mean, there's how, how many backers do you do, is there? There's like what two, two and a half, three thousand backers yet? Uh, currently, it is two point seven thousand. But yeah. by the time this ends, it's probably going to be around about four or five thousand. So yeah, yeah. I mean, depending. So. Um, that that sounds like a minimum spec for what you need, and then, of course, it's the people who will find out about the Kickstarter after it ends has these traditional. Mm. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I'm uh, I'm doing an interview with Screen Rant after this show. Nice, be fun. Okay. Well, uh, but anyway, stretch goals unlocked. Revenant was unlocked, mm-hmm. and next in our sites, and it's only just like nine k away. Yes, so we might do it. We'll probably do it tomorrow. Tell, can you tell me a bit more about the Revenant? Anyway, so there's the Revenant, yes. and the Vampire is like nine, uh, oh. nine thousand away. So that's going to happen oh. probably tomorrow. Nice. So, so these are uh, synergy or synergy yes. feet trees, depending feet on whether you're American or English. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they say synergy as well. No, they say synergy. I'm sure, like Dynasty. Mm. Sure okay. they do. I don't know. Maybe they don't. Maybe they say synergy. I don't know. I, I'm sure we find Americans some. write to Peter. <laughs> Tweet Peter. Oh, even better. Yes. <laughs> and tell him whether you say synergy or synergy. Yes, yeah. Remember, of course, to uh, not spell it phonetically in any way, because that would be the most helpful way to do it. Uh, whatever you do, don't say we say it so it rhymes like binergy or something, because I don't know how you say that either. Binergy is a real word that I didn't just make up. Yes, Russ. 
<laughs> anyway, yeah. so these are uh, synergy, so energy, um, synergy goals. trees, synergy so, trees. So yeah, um, well, I so can a, a, guess, but tell me that might be better. So a synergy feature is uh, the original ones. They're designed for multi-class characters, right? Yeah. So if you um, talk- so they're called synergy just because they play off the synergy of the two classes. Oh, like when we had Peter Martin on, and he was like, okay, well, if you multi-class take- feats, yeah, yeah. yeah. Five levels yeah, so in Warlock, yeah. five levels in yeah. Fighter. Get this feat, yeah. Bishbosh. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, mm-hmm. uh, a, syn- a synergy feat is going to have a prerequisite, and we might have, yeah. like, there's the Night Stalker synergy feat, which is mm-hmm. a, a uh, I think, a Fighter Rogue. Oh, okay. Nice, nice, yeah. Um, and basically, it's a ninja. Yeah, yeah. A ninja by so any name, but sub sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you've got three levels in Fighter and three levels in Rogue, you can take the Night Stalker mm-hmm. um, feat. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it's, so, so that's how a synergy uh, synergy feat works. So these are synergy feat trees, which uh, the prerequisite instead of being multi-classing, mm-hmm. um, they, they could be like events or something like the revenant oh, okay. one. You can take if you die. Oh, oh. And the vampire oh. one, the you can take if you've been bitten by a vampire. Oh, interesting. Sort of thing. Yes. And each these are feat trees, so there's three stages. You can say yeah. how far into it you want to go. Oh, okay. Like, do you have to be bitten? So the first one, you take it. When it happens, mm. like you suffer a nasty case of death. I think I think with the revenant, I can't remember. I have not no. put it in front of me, no. so I might be wrong. I think it had a mechanism in it. It can replace a previous feat you've taken, uh, so you don't have to wait until you level up to take it. It is quite hard leveling yeah, up yeah. when you're dead. XP yeah, gain yeah, yeah. is pretty much yeah. zero. Yeah, I think there's a, a retroactive element to it. I can't remember those. I just I yeah, seem to remember. No, that okay, that makes sense. Um, the vampire is easier. Yes. But, um, yeah, so, mm. um, the third feat in each of those trees, you're like totally immersed in whatever it is. You're completely a vampire or completely a revenant. Uh, revenant. Okay. So they're quite cool. So that sounds like an interesting progression. Yeah. Yeah. So we released those and we got, um, at least one more possibly planned that may or may oh. not have you howling at the moon. You can just say like, I'm free. It's fine. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's not that. It's just howling at the moon. Howling at the moon. Okay. There it is. It's just a feat that lets you howl at the moon. You too can be a junkyard dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And, um, oh, I, I also want to admit, um, you know, um, TBJ, one of our, one of our designers, um, right. uh, DeVay Brion Jackson. Oh, right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he has been making, um, overview videos of various aspects. Of level up, uh, he's it? done like a, a general Kickstarter overview. Nice. He's done one on combat maneuvers, okay, and he's done one on armor and materials. Nice. And that's pretty cool. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, they'd be yeah. in the show notes, sort of thing. Oh uh, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we can put those in the show notes. Oh, I, 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 I'd yeah. like to see them, but listening to me going, ooh, ah, ooh, <laughs> like for a couple of minutes whilst I'm watching a video, yeah. is yeah. probably yeah. Right not probably not the best podcast material we've ever done. <laughs> and one of them's an hour long as well. Wow. Okay. That the overview one is an hour long. So. I I mean I'm like sort of oh that's a lot of time, but then I'm like well actually there's a lot to go over. Crikey. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, basically he goes through. I think he goes through the trailer, not the trailer, the Kickstarter video, mm. and then just stops it. Yeah. And then talks about something. And then goes through a bit more. And then stops it and talks about something. So no, basically, he goes through every chapter of the Adventurer's Guide, basically. Okay. That which is kind of cool. Yeah, that sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's the Kickstarter news done. It's uh, it's doing well. It's doing very well. Excellent. 
Yes, I'm very pleased. Very, it. very, very happy about it. So, Vampire's next stretch goal coming up. Are there any sneaky previews about further stretch goals coming up? Well, I did just give you one. He, he, he told me. <laughs> <laughs> there is one after that. Yeah, but you're keeping that under your hat. But I'm keeping that secret. I think you probably know what it is if you've been looking on the designer Discord. Um, I have the designer Discord on mute. I like to go in there from time to time. But I okay. don't like to see. Well, if you look if you look on the design of Discord, you will see what that is. But I'm not going to reveal that quite yet. Because if I if I had it unmuted, when everyone in the US wakes up and starts talking on it, which is like two o'clock in the morning our time, I would be like, "Why is my phone vibrating? Why? Yeah, why? Yeah. Well, I definitely don't let my phone do that with the Discord because yeah. that gets really, really, really busy. Oh my yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And with that, I think we probably finished the podcast this week. I must now take the authority vested in me as co-host <laughs> upon this podcast and declare this podcast officially done. Guess who we got next week, by the way. Who do we have next week? You have to guess. You're not allowed to look. You have to guess. Uh, uh, do we have Mike Shea, uh, fresh from his no, success? No, he's the week after. Oh. We have John Peterson, the D&D historian. Ah, the John Peterson. Whose book is out. Excellent. The John Peterson. Yes. Uh, he runs the Playing at the World blog and Ooh. is one of the people that knows the most about D&D history and TSR, original TSR, not TSR 9.617 or whatever the current one is. I, the world, they... I would guess, probably. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that should be quite interesting then. Hmm. So, oh, guess, that's, um... that's it. We're done. We're done. Yeah, Let's go. Let's get out of here. Let's leave. Apparently, I now have to read this to you. This is the official podcast of Morris's unofficial tabletop RPG news, which you can find at enworld.org. You can find show notes at morris.podbean.com or wherever you found the podcast. If you feel like they deserve it, you can support the show on Patreon. In return, you will receive exclusive bonus content. Just go to patreon.com slash Morris. If you're interested in his babbling nonsense, you can follow at Morris on the Twitter. Send your emails to morrispodcast at gmail.com. Not all of your emails, just the ones you want us to see. That's it. I'm bored now. You can go away. Shoo, off you go. Goodbye. Get out of here. Yeah, that's basically it. So in Cowboy uh, Biboop... Uh, yeah, I'm still playing game. Does it get more annoying every time I do it or less annoying? Which which of those two things? Well, as I always say to my position, about the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I... Yeah. <laughs> Did you actually do anything? Did you change the lens, really? <laughs> which is brighter, the red or the green? They're the same. Yeah. They were the same before and they're the same now. But anyway, yeah. I digress. So, um... <laughs> Cowboy, Cowboy Bebop, the role-playing yeah. game. Oh. <laughs>